episode 13, season four. Here we are. Hello, my man. How hey, are you? I'm, I'm great. You know, there's there's a lot going on in this world, but you know, we're gonna talk a little bit today about some you know, some sad news. You know, some some icons that are not no longer with us. Uh, a couple other uplifting things and some some fashion trends today. Well, sad, happy, <laughs> or ridiculous, I'm happy to unwrap all of it. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock, the show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello, all you neighbors out there, wannabe neighbors, or just fans of both of us. <laughs> wannabe neighbors, wow. You know we have people lying around. It's like, I want to be your neighbor. I hope so. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a very flattering sign of success. That's true, I think. <laughs> I feel like we have lots of neighbors out there. I know we do. So, and, and for those of you that are new to the show, welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock. Uh, the podcast where neighbors such as ourselves get together to hash out a little bit of relevant topics going on, things in our world, and just have that open conversation, you know, honestly and kind of ridiculously, actually, at times. Yeah, you know, the good news is if we can't laugh about what we're talking about, we can laugh at each other. Because That's true. Yeah. That's true. Did you notice, uh, I know we're going to be talking a little fashion today, did you notice my fashion statement i'm what i'm wearing i did that is a fashion statement <laughs> yeah uh for for our listeners it, it's a it's an old uh it's an old t-shirt but it was uh, a viper pigeon is on the <laughs> and so it's a combination between a viper and a pigeon it was oh, it was one of those like sports like club teams <laughs> yeah yeah I, I figured that's the case uh, that's that's great brian i, I, I know yeah. right i know thanks, thanks for dressing up for me I, and I, well, for the show that's wonderful I, well you i know it, it well, you know, it's it's a nice day. We're you know for we're recording usually we're recording in the evening, so I'm a little bit dress dressier, I guess. But we're recording today a little bit earlier. So it's true. You know, casual Fridays were invented for you, buddy. That's, uh... <laughs> no, that's what free ball Fridays were invented. Whoa, for. <laughs> okay, that is way too much information for anybody tuning into this show. <laughs> and that's not the fashion statements that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, <laughs> What's trending this week? Free balling. <laughs> Well, you know, have you ever tried it? Film at 11. But, you know, we want to jump right into our first segment today. Uh, we are unfortunately, you know, talking about a rock icon. Yeah, you know, tragic news. Tragic news recently. Yeah, Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins is uh, passed away. Um, you know, at the time of this recording, you know, it will have been about a week or so. Um, but, you know, we're hearing about it now. But, I mean, it's it's just, you know, a, a band and musicians that I really, I still listen to. And we, we talked about this. We were hanging out the other night. Remember, we were just going through music and musicians and, and people that, you know, we grew up with and have actually changed music as they've gone through. And I think a lot of the musicians that we love, and especially the band and Foo Fighters, and we talked about Dave Grohl. Um, from Nirvana and all the tragedy that was with them. And, you know, it just, I don't know. Is it always just if you're a rock star or you're, you know, a successful musician, is that always going to be your narrative? Do you feel like that's always the narrative? Man, I don't know anymore. But I, I will say this. It, it's 
obviously the culture of of music and, and rock musicians and artists and all of that it lends itself to self-medication and substance abuse and and things of that nature there's a lot of money flowing around it's, it's a little bit more prevalent but i think that it, it just brings up a much much larger conversation that we need to keep having as a culture that depression and self-medication is real no matter how intelligent no matter how loved no matter how beloved as this man was uh, no matter what age it, it's always right there and it's a scary thing so it is a tragedy I, I feel for the band i feel for his family and i feel for his fans yeah i mean we've talked about mental health before on the show and i i don't think it this situation just lends itself to only rock stars i, I will say that I, I think it's across the board i just think it's feels like it's a common a theme or headline to hear you know because it, it says that he was found uh, with 10 substances in his system. Yeah, it's terrible. So, you but know. But honestly, I think a big part of that is just that because he is a celebrity, that's why we hear about it. So it always feels like, oh my gosh, is it just the creatives? Is it just the famous people that get involved in this stuff? But the reality is we just don't hear about everybody else that does. They don't make headline news. Oh, that's true. That's true. No one's, you know, if, if they've, I, if it like put myself in this situation, if that were me, I'm not a, you know, someone that anyone knows outside of my community or friends or family that. Yeah. You, you might make channel 12 buddy in, in local Houston, but you're not, hey, you're not going to make, you know, Fox it, primetime. Well, <laughs> I'm okay with not making Fox primetime. Fair actually. enough. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, channel 12. Hey, look at that. That's a step up than I thought. Is that a little morbid to say, if I died, I make t Channel 12? It's like, woohoo. Because it's like one step up from Channel 2. Is that yeah. The, yeah. Just put that one in front of it. Yeah. Well, listen, again, our, our thoughts are with everybody involved in this tragedy. And, and please, please, if, if you're out there, if you struggle with depression, if you struggle with substance abuse, there are many, many avenues that you can reach out and, and seek help from. So so please do. Yeah, I hope so. It's, it's not a story that I, I enjoy getting into and and it's again all too common to hear you know you're one of your most favorite musicians or rock stars or groups have had a tragedy we can go back i mean this is not a new a, a new problem or, or anything we you can go back 20 30 40 50 years and you're you're hearing about musicians and things like that and and you know people that have died way too young I mean, we talked about it the other night. We were uh, we actually we got a chance to go back and watch the Nirvana Unplugged, some of the performances, and just in awe of how the talent and how it changed so much. I mean, it, it's just awesome, but it's also sad to think that they could be here today still sharing that. You know, it's it, just, it really is. It really is tragic. I'll tell you what, though, I, I intend on honoring his memory by listening to some of his music. So I hope yeah. everybody else out there does the same. I say uh, throw that on, um, you know, tip your hat a little bit, maybe a little moment of silence if, if, if that's your thing. But but, you know, for the band, we hope that you guys are uh, doing well uh, and with this tragedy going on, you know. But speaking of tragedies, you know, l uh, pandemic is still lingering here. Is it? It well, it, it's lingering enough that they're considering having boosters for fifty plus. I know, and I've and been some, and it. yeah, and some apparently some countries are already doing that. The one that comes to mind in recent news is England has begun making boosters available for people in vulnerable uh, segments of the population. So 
the elderly, the chronically ill. I was about to say, can you define that? I mean, I, I guess because there's a lot of gray area with that. What is elderly at that point? Because they're saying 50 plus here and that's not exactly elderly. I wouldn't classify 50 right. as so, elderly. So to clarify, so we've had most people have had either one or two doses of the first uh, segment of the vaccine, depending on which direction that you went in, whether it be mRNA or more conventional vaccine. And then most people have received a booster and this would be the second booster. So yeah. it's the second booster. And for a lot of people, the fourth jab, let's call it. <laughs> Stick them. Yeah. Hey, I, I didn't coin it. I didn't coin it. Okay. I mean, that one, that one's in pop culture reference. You can. The fourth jab. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to cite Philip Goffrey when you use that one. But that's but, what I'm going to say when I go, if I have to go, I was like, give me my fourth jab. Give me my jab. Give me my jab, man. Do it. <laughs> and yeah, and I can guarantee you that if anybody met me or listened to our show, they'd be like, oh, that guy counts as elderly. <laughs> he, he definitely needs his second booster shot. I was just like, yeah, yeah, man, we, we support you. <laughs> Isn't that that old fashioned guy that complains about people being too casual? Yeah, jab him. <laughs> Stick it in his arm. Jab, jab him. He needs it more than most. He is super, <laughs> super COVID vulnerable. Um, I all right. Well, if they okay, so they're looking at that element, right, of fifty plus or people with conditions and things like that. If they say if they offered up to every everybody, or oh, okay, w- yeah. would you would you do it? No. Okay. No, I'm I'm at the point right now. Again, I'm I'm fully vaccinated, quote unquote. I had my my two doses of an mRNA, and I had my booster shot. I've been I've been jabbed. You've so been you've been jabbed. I've been jabbed. Jabbed thrice. I've been jabbed thrice. Um, <laughs> I just don't. I just don't have reason to think that I need another booster right now. Okay. I'd like to see. I'd like to see some testing available where I can actually affordably find out what my antibody situation really looks like before I continue to take more medicine into my system because I just... They do have like tests and, and things that you can do. Yes, but... Because I know my wife did an antibody test. Yeah, but she's part of that study, yes. right? Unfortunately, I think for most people, myself included, the antibody testing is just a little bit prohibitively expensive. I don't want to go spend a couple hundred of my own dollars to find out what my antibody situation looks like. I, I think that we should be looking at making that more widely available for people because at this point, without the data... How do you know what you need? Well, and and, and I know that that's going to be the question because then we could go down a rabbit hole of healthcare and how bad it is here in the U.S. and things like that because, like you're saying, most people can't afford the majority of what healthcare, you know, the like good healthcare has to offer. Yeah, and it brings it brings up a broader question too because for the most part, these uh, vaccines have been made available to the United States public for quote-unquote free. Insurance companies are forced to pick up the tab, and if you don't have insurance, the government is picking up the tab. To what end? That has to end eventually. Is it going to be the second booster, the third booster, the seventh booster? The check comes Because they are talking about it almost like a flu shot now, like an annual booster every year type of thing is what I've, I've heard rumors of them talking about. Indeed, but the reality is these programs are extremely expensive. And while J&J and Moderna and Pfizer are all raking in big bucks over this stuff, we're paying for that eventually. It's got to come down to the taxpayers. So the question becomes, look, at what point do we all get together collectively and say, where can we get solid data to know 
that this is necessary, not just for the public's better good and the health, but for our wallets. The vaccines were an incredible frontline defense, and we needed them culturally. We needed them immediately, and they, I think they really legitimately saved hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lives. But there are better treatments coming online now for COVID. We've learned a lot about it as a society. The valid question is, do you need the vaccine? Or if you're young and healthy, do you then say, okay, I got my vaccine, I got my booster, but instead of doing boosters all the time, maybe I can lean a little bit on some of these treatments if I happen to come down with this virus. I'm starting to feel not really, I, I should say, I'm, I'm not feeling bad for people that decide they don't want to get vaccinated. I think it's their choice. That's fine. I've taken care of myself. I've taken steps to help take care of myself and people around me and people that I care about. If they don't want to do that, it's hard for me now at this point, and just being honest here, to feel bad when someone is struggling or has COVID or things like that or has an issue with policies that restaurants or theaters or places have that they're still keeping mask mandates and things like that. You know, I, I have a hard time feeling sorry for them or trying to kind of go on their side. I, I guess I, I'm always pride myself. I'm seeing the other side of the coin, but it's very hard at this point because there's been availability of information and to let at least let us know that these vaccines were working. You know, you know what I mean? Like they were. And so now I, I, I just think it's like you were we talking about. It's going to be like an annual thing. It's like a flu shot. You know, I, I, I'm OK with that. And, and I don't feel bad for anybody else. Well, I don't think that you should have any any uh, harbored guilt over not having sympathy for people's decisions. I mean, maybe empathize, but you don't have to sympathize. Uh, there's, no, there's nothing to feel bad about, Brian. I think that, like you said, we all have the same information now whether it be confusing or not, it's available to all of us and we can make our own decisions. We can put on our, our adult pants and, and figure out what to do and, Some and of move us, on. Free ball pants. <laughs> yeah. your, your, adult, your adult shorts. <laughs> I never said shorts. I said pants because that, that would be a different case. <laughs> but I will say this. I will say this. I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit here. Can we please end the nonsense masking up for no reason? The population is majority vaccinated, at least in the United States. Our numbers are really low right now pretty much everywhere. Zero COVID is a fantasy. It is never, ever going to happen. This thing is here to stay for the rest of humanity's existence until we cure all viruses. So let's go ahead and, and, and walk onto an airplane without having to have paper strapped to our face. I, I, think, I think we're ready to do that. You know, no one is social distancing anymore. I think it's getting close, to be honest. I hope so. I, I, think, I think it actually is getting, getting pretty close to the, at that point. I mean, how many times do you have to walk into the grocery store or Home Depot or CVS and you see the, the, the six-foot distancing stickers on the floor and people are just like I, three I just inches they, from each other? I, yeah, I, it's like, right, come on, exactly. give me a break. Let's move on. I think people have just ignored that at that point or, and they just haven't taken those out, so they're just leaving them in as, as their safety measures. Well, they don't measures. want to get sued. Yeah, you know, exactly. They, they're yeah. not ready to pull them down yet, but yeah, I mean, the only thing about airplanes, though, just as, as a comment on that, is for me, it doesn't bother me so much to have to wear a mask on an airplane only because of how close you are with everybody else. Because people know, used to, there's some people that do normally wear masks yeah, on airplanes. Great. And you can mask up. So, which is fine. Yeah. Just don't tell me I have to. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, before we go any further, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. 
Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. Combining years of experience in acting, podcasting, and sales, CNG offers big media products at small business prices. To learn more, visit our Facebook page, or you can email us directly at admin at neighborsdontknock.com. Okay, as promised, we're going to get into a little bit of fashion. And, you know, I am not, you know, a fashion guru by any stretch of the means. And everyone that knows me will tell you that. No, um, I love your Viper Pigeon. As you should. He speaks loudly. Oh, he speaks. <laughs> he says a lot about you, my friend. <laughs> I love the chance to be casual when I can. You know, but speaking of, because, you know, you talked about in a previous episode, you know, the too casual going out and things like that. I was dressed to the to the nines last night. Yeah, I heard you know, very very uh, swanky shindig. I it was it was a nice little gala supporting the the theater and the arts and stuff. I had my my bow tie and full suit, and you know my wife was looking smoking. You know, but you know it was like black tie affair type of thing. So it it was wonderful, wonderful event. Uh, really really happy. But there are some trends that are coming back or. I don't know. I, can you say coming back? Were they ever a thing? Crocs. Are they a croc? Dude. Okay. So <laughs> it's apparently a trend that is coming back that and cargo pants. Okay. How is this possible? <laughs> I'm so confused at how this is possible. Well, it's very possible when you have an influencer or celebrity artist that is seen wearing them and puts their own, I, I call it Kanye to them. <laughs> Because, you know, Kanye charged, what, $1,000 for a white t-shirt with whatever design he decided to throw on it. It's a very Elon Musk move. <laughs> you, is it? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a, like when, when Musk was charging. That's a like, musky move. Sure, he was charging mm. like a thousand bucks for a, a flamethrower that was actually a roofing torch that he then called not a flamethrower, <laughs> and people were like lining up to order it like morons. It's the Musk version. <laughs> Elon says it's not a flamethrower, which is the inside joke. It's so funny. Hi, I have to have one. <laughs> or maybe he was trying to market that to mass, like for restaurants, a mass order for like restaurants when they do the uh, creme brulees. Just line them up and just. Yeah, if they do creme brulee like military style for a hundred people at a time, it's a roofing torch, Brian, not a little butane lighter. Could you imagine like the section of the kitchen to, to do that? It's no, no, like, no, 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 no. I don't want to imagine it. I want to do it and film it and put it on YouTube so we can go viral because that'd be amazing. Let's go ahead and make creme brulee for a hundred at once. What's the, on the roof, what are you guys doing? They get the fire department out there just in case. We are indulging ourselves. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Doing it French style. All right, my friend. Crocs. Okay. First of all, my nine-year-old. Have you ever worn Crocs? I've never worn Crocs. No, because I'm I'm an adult. <laughs> but there's they're popular with nurses I know. and a I'm, lot of I'm, people. I'm about to offend like a huge percentage of our adult listeners. No adult should ever wear Crocs. Here's why. One, they look ridiculous. Two, comfortable though they may be at first, you're strapping a big synthetic glove with holes cut in it over your foot well for breathability yeah you're gonna sweat a lot your feet are gonna sweat they're gonna slide around it's gross you don't strap something synthetic to your feet even if you drill holes through it <laughs> that's so that your nasty sweat can evaporate off by like 50 percent well it is now you get to feet. you get to like put little 
decor on them and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> yes. My nine-year-old's big into that. I understand. <laughs> Honestly, here's the thing. They call them crocs. It's very appropriate because crocodiles live in swamps, and that's what your feet are going to be as you walk around. In the, I'm so comfortable as you walk down the hallway. Gross. Gross. Well, well they're, they are affordable. Yes, they are affordable because they're a molded piece of rubber. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, you think about that. I mean, something that is like for you talk about your your daughter having them. You know, going to camp or something. We used to buy sandals or tevas. Tevas. Yeah. We we had tevas, and then we the we also before tevas we used to get those water shoes and stuff. Yeah, you know, aqua socks. Aqua socks. That was it. Yes, which are horrible. Yeah, they call them swims now, and they cost four times as much. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I mean, uh, the average, average Crocs uh, are, you can get them for anywhere between now that on Amazon, they're like $25 or something like that. Uh, but you know, they're becoming popular because the tie dye thing is coming out. And not only that, there's also a new Croc in the pipeline. And there, are you ready for this? Crocs classic cozy sandal. And you can only imagine what they have. They are, <laughs> they are fuzzy Crocs. They're slippers. I was about to say, I mean, this is Mike Liddell and the stupid eye slipper commercial come to <laughs> a different brand. I mean, come on, guys. There's a reason why all of Europe looks at the United States as if we are fashion clueless. And it's because we are. It's just, it's odd. It's ugly. They are, you gotta admit, even if you're Crocs lover, even if you live by wearing them, you know, on your shift as a nurse or walking around with a dog or whatever to work, whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever you do whatever. for the office, you have to admit they're hideous. I mean, it's ugly footwear. It, <laughs> I mean, I, I've never been a fan of Crocs personally, and I've never owned a pair. And, you know, I'm not saying like you are. I'm not saying they're not comfortable and that you can't, there isn't a place for them. But as them coming back, I, I never think they really went away. That was what surprised me to hear Crocs and cargo pants coming back. Because you may not see People wear a lot of cargo pants these days, but you still, depending where you live, you still see people wearing cargo pants. Miami. <laughs> I, I mean, go go down to a, a coastal city or, a, you know, a beach town or something like that. People wear cargo shorts all the time. Okay, so so in terms of resurgence, you're right. And I like how I like how politically correct you are when you're worried about offending our, our listeners. You're like, you know, I, I'm, I can see how you... No, guys, they're ugly. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at pictures and, and they're all of people that are at home doing stuff. I'm not seeing any... Smart marketing. Yeah, yeah. I say, I'm not seeing pictures of people walking out like into a restaurant or Whole something foods. like that. Yeah. I, I haven't yeah. seen anything like that. Okay, so cargo pants. At least cargo pants have an element of practicality about them, you know, because God knows you need seven pockets for something. <laughs> Beef jerky, I guess, can go in one of them. Well, well you know, sticks. You, you know, your, your, uh, your fish bait in case. Fish you, bait. You, you well, know? actually, but that's fair. See, uh, cargo pants uh, for hunting and fishing make a lot of sense. Well, as I'm saying, there are certain areas, it, it's, you still see them and like beach towns and things like that where fishermen or whatever, like you said, hunting, going out. Those are, it's, it is, it's a little pra more practical. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the tactical look that people go with them too, you know, with the <laughs> the straps on the side and the camouflage. <laughs> but now I, I don't understand the camouflage all the time because you're on a boat in in the ocean. Who are you being 
you know, when you're fishing. I was like, who are you, who are you camouflaging yeah. from? But the, you, you the can't fi- see the, me. the fish on the boat, they're like, where'd he go? Yeah. From my belt <laughs> to my knees, I'm invisible. <laughs> exactly, you know? right. Someone's trying to hunt you down. Like, God, where'd those shins come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, had you not been wearing those Crocs, I w- wouldn't have noticed you. <laughs> I have I have a pair of swim trunks, actually two of them that are cargo pants style swim trunks. And my wife has forbid me from ever wearing them in public. I'm only allowed to wear them if I'm at someone's swimming pool where nobody else can see me but like immediate family and friends. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because they're hideous. Brian, cargo pants are hideous. <laughs> they're right there with Crocs. They're ugly as sin. I mean, come on. Just get the uh, the camouflage version. You, no one will see you. <laughs> I mean, they're just awful. It's like, where'd Philip go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's his Crocs. I see him. Yeah, his, <laughs> and the, his and, tie-dye Crocs. Exactly. And then, <laughs> and then for, hey, for the extra full body camouflage get camo crocs Ooh, invisible and comfy there you go right yeah there you go so i i don't know I, i'm curious the classic cozy sandals they retail for about 60 dollars, and they're available on the crocs app and website so i, I don't know if i'm sure they're available on amazon and other yep. places but listener challenge convince me that i'm wrong convince me that i should embrace either or both crocs and cargo shorts I, I don't really want to post up because because if I convince you, you're only going to complain that I convinced you because you're still going to think how ridiculous they are. But you're going to be like, oh, they are comfortable. You know me so well. <laughs> like, it, me it, so it, well. it will last for so long, but it'll give you hours of fuel to, to ridicule me. <laughs> you'll just show up. You'll be like, I'm wearing my Crocs, by the way. They're worthless. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're horrible. You might not see, see me coming, but you'll hear me. Oh, yeah. My sweaty feet walking down the hallways. Not gross. if you get the cozy ones. Not if you get the fuzzy ones. So anyway, I, I'm really curious if you guys think that the Crocs are the fashion trend coming back. I was surprised to see that, you know, the article in, in today.com. But I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of at a loss for words because I'm not a Croc person. So it was just a very interesting article to come across. Uh, but now we're going to jump into our neighborly advice. And today, actually, with a little bit of different neighborly advice that we're going to get. Uh, we came across this um, this article about an Indiana fifth grader, or a class, I guess, of fifth graders, that are aiming to spread happiness with a special hotline. And at first, we were a little unaware of what it was, but apparently it's called When Life Gives You Lemons, Call a Fifth Grader. And it's a hotline that you can call, and we've actually called it so we actually call it. So it's it's legit. It's a, it's a real hotline that you can call. And there's different choices you can for facts. If you're smarter than a fifth grader to hear inspirational quotes, funny jokes, things like that. It's all pre-recorded. We were kind of hoping to actually get get an actual fifth grader on the phone <laughs> to hear to hear his advice. But we thought today for our listeners and Philip had this idea as well. We would let you guys get a fifth graders advice and we would call in for our advice segment. So here we go. We're going to give the hotline a call. When life gives you lemons, call a fifth grader. Oh, thank you for calling Milford schools. When life gives you lemons, call a fifth grader phone line. We're glad you're here to lift your spirit. Please listen to the following options. Press one for, are you smarter than a fifth grader fact? Press two for jokes. Press three for pep talk or advice. Press four for inspirational quotes that will inspire. Press five for inspirational quotes. 
You are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. C.S. Lewis. A person who never made a mistake, never tried anything new. Albert Einstein. The way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you got to put up with the rain. Dolly Parton. Wow. Dolly Parton. Dolly Dolly Parton, C.S. Lewis, Albert Einstein. I love it. It, I mean, it's... it is hard to, it's, I, I wish it would be a little bit slower. Yeah. They, it, they, they ran through it a lot they do. with and, that. And for whatever really reason, quick. the recording connection is a little bit weak. But I tell you what, it's it's an interesting concept, and I appreciate that they're doing it. We discovered this on, on UPI.com. We'll put that link up in our episode description for anybody who wants to learn how to dial a fifth grader when they need a little bit of help and support. And also, it's available in Spanish. Yeah, the, the, actually, I think a few languages is what they, they were saying. But I, we definitely know Spanish because it, we, we hit the Spanish button and it started going off. It you was know, muy interesante. Yes. <laughs> and, and I love that idea. And I, I think that hearing things like that go around for someone that it just needs to hear something inspirational, I, I wish it was done a little bit better than it sounding like a call center. And we don't want to make fun of it because it's. I think it's a wonderful thing. But it did kind of sound a little bit too quick, like someone that was listening, you know, you're on hold for 10 minutes and, <laughs> you know, you're just hearing it like back to back to back. Um, I wonder if during some of the like certain hours or during the week or something like that, they actually have people that really answer like live. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I am just curious if they or maybe if they started like that and then realized that they just can't do that. So they were recorded everything for the hotline yeah mrs smith's fifth room home room fifth grade home room like they haven't slept in 24 hours <laughs> oh no they're sitting there eating like just, power bars just, just trying to get by ans- answering phone calls uh, like you can imagine after they've told the same albert einstein you know inspirational quote again you, you know like the per the 500th person to get it like are they really gonna get that yeah. much of an inspirational quote the poor kids like <laughs> why are there so many sad people in the world yeah. I know what's R- going on, right? <laughs> oh no! Now, now, now it's got to be recorded. There's just no way the children can handle that. Yeah, they need to not give these kids any metrics about how often the numbers dial to be horrible. You know, oh, the my one word. millionth caller. They're like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with this world? I was like, ah, early education, the truthful education, <laughs> the the real education in public schools. But you know, we really applaud to what they're doing. You know, it's called When Life Gives You Lemons, Call a Fifth Grader. It's got inspirational quotes. You know, I, I think having something out there like that is wonderful. It's wonderful because we've we've talked about many times and we've had neighborly advice that we've given where we just just call somebody to say, you know, how you're doing or, or literally saying hello to somebody and ask how their day is going. Whether they want to talk to you or not is up to them, but at least you put it out there because you never know. Some people just want a chance to be seen and heard or you know know that someone else has noticed them or given them a chance to express what's going on in their day you know i mean we go back to our first topic you know with the with taylor hawkins you know you don't know what was going on but honestly had there been maybe a little bit more reached I don't know. Maybe that's a little bit different. No, I think you're right. And I, I think that even though we are coming to the end of all of this social distancing and isolation in that regard, I, I think that people feel pretty isolated right now. So the best thing that you can do is make yourself available, make yourself available to loved ones, to friends and, and yeah, reach out and, and connect with somebody if you need to. I think we're ready to wrap this one up today. Philip. I, I, think, I think so too, I man. Thanks good. for coming by. Thanks no, for unwrapping all this stuff. Yeah. As always, make sure that you guys check out episodes 
every Friday because we have new episodes and new neighbors stopping by. It's going to be great. We still have some great guests left for this season. We sure do. And we have a great finale that's going to be coming up. So you're going to want to stay tuned to our social media to get an inkling of what that is. Yeah, big announcements yeah. in the pipeline. I know, I know. Um, also, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, and we'll catch you guys every week. Peace. Out. Out.